1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL
2: Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 1057 The Fan.
3: Time to feed you some more football here on this Total Request Thursday. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Nolan McGraw's on the other side of the glass. Joining us to preview Baltimore-Pittsburgh, talk about the seven pro bowlers, John Harbaugh's decision to sit Lamar Jackson, a prudent one at that. Our colleague here on the fan, Baltimore game day, flocked down on Fridays. She joins us, of course, for the Baltimore game day uncensored pregame show here on this station. Joining us now on the WGK Law guest hotline is Melissa Kim. Melissa, good afternoon. Happy new year. How you doing today?
4: afternoon guys happy new year to you guys too and everyone else out there yeah it's uh it smells like snow outside so we're in for a mess on saturday i think a little bit at least weather-wise
3: all right well let's talk first of all before we get to the weather the 105.7 the fan weather center melissa let's get to the pro bowl (laughs) team seven ravens selected and be honest with you, that Texter brought it up and Geno Stone didn't make it. I didn't even realize he did it until we started looking at Mika Fetch-Patrick's numbers, and then there were some arguments that Justin Tucker shouldn't have been on the team. So as we scrutinize it, any hosing, any uh, left-offs, any shouldn't have been? Your thoughts on the Ravens getting seven? Should there have been more? Should there have been less? i was
4: definitely a little disappointed, too, that um, Geno wasn't a pro bowl nominee and Justin might perhaps too you know there are definitely some guys that i feel like uh definitely were deserving given i mean d- given the way that the team is playing, BK made st- it
2: made oh, made
4: it oh wait. just kidding he did make it so i'm looking at the wrong list here um but uh yeah in terms of tucker i saw a, li- a couple of things floating around twitter this morning about justin tucker and how his numbers and his accuracy, whatever, weren't up to par this the season. I mean, Justin Tucker's the GOAT no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, even if you even call this, like, a down, quote, unquote, down year for him, um, yeah, I, no, stop it. Stop it with that nonsense on the Twitter. Um, but, no, Gino Stone, yeah, I mean, he tweeted a little bit about it, too, because Marlon had tweeted that, uh, that Gino definitely got snubbed. And, I mean, he led the league in inter- interceptions for more than half of the season, so I think the argument certainly could be made. For Gino to be a Pro Bowler, but in terms of the rest of the guys, I mean, look, like there's some guys that you look at and you're that you knew that were going to be in it, right? Roquan, um, Lamar, obviously, and then there's some other guys that you look at that you feel like are so. I feel like a. I get the like proud like big sister in a way sometimes because I'm in the locker room with these guys, you know, week in and week out, and I have for the last three years. But there's some guys that, like, you know, their development has been so cool to see and cool to watch and to see them get this honor and get emotional about it. If you guys saw the video that the Ravens posted, um, Patrick Queen I think would be number one on that list for me because of all the work that he put in of all the, you know, the doubters. He's dealt with a lot of adversity, you know, coming in um, to this team as well. One of the youngest when he was drafted as well and um, actually started um, on the field. And you could tell that he was getting a little emotional, you know, when he was giving Eric Costa a hug in that video. And I think it just proves to everyone and to himself, too, that, you know, that you find are getting some of the respect that you hope and that you deserve and that you've put in the work and you're seeing it all pay off. So really, really lovely to see for some of those guys. Tyler Linderbaum, another one. Um, Kyle Hamilton, too. Um, you could tell that, you know, that it, this definitely means a lot to them.
2: Uh, let me ask you this, Melissa. Just back to Justin Tucker for one thing. Um, yeah. they they have not tried a fifty-plus field goal over the last six games, and and here's here was my big thing Miami game fourth and seven Miami thirty-five would have been a fifty-two-yard field goal late and a half, and you're up twenty-one thirteen field goal puts you up nine, which to me in the past Harbs is kicking a ten out of ten.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, but I mean, look, I think that the way that that. Ended up turning out was just fine with everybody, and the fact that Lamar is using his stride, and you know, you have other guys that are finding ways to get the ball too. I mean, Isaiah Likely, obviously, on that one, but um, yeah, I've, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with it, honestly. I'm, I'm okay with it.
2: Now, who did you talk to this week in the locker room?
4: Um, well, I talked to yesterday. Uh, talked to Daniel Faalele actually. Again, I oh, yeah. uh, wanted to kind of check with him and see how he's feeling and everything. And um, I just. He, he's one of those guys that's such a gentle giant, you know what I mean? Like the largest He plays that he way too.
2: He tell, <laughs> why don't you slap him around a little bit, get him a little nastier.
4: Stop. I would never. Um, no, but I mean, you know, he knows, like he said, he's been making progress, you know what I mean? And he, he had told me a couple of weeks ago that his big, his ultimate big thing, his goal was to make sure that there wasn't any noticeable drop-off or anything like that when he comes into the game and he's like, you know, he's like, I'm I'm playing okay but he's like, I know there's still, he's like, I still have a lot more work that I need to do for sure, you know. So he knows like what the deal is and you know, he's obviously going to get a lot more time um, especially this week on the field so I think that for him he's always told me that reps helped him the most, like getting the mo- getting more and more reps. So um, he'll definitely get that this week. Also, he's like always smiling. This is just like a funny like aside. He's like always smiling, right? Like literally every single time. And so I'm like, you're always smiling. Like why, why are you always smiling all the time? And he's just like, I don't know. He's like, it's always my go-to. I just really like smiling. I'm just like a happy guy. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but also talked to Melvin Gordon um, for a uh, quite an extensive time. And a lot of these guys, when you ask them about themselves, they're not you know, the best sometimes. But when you ask them about other guys in the locker room that's when they kind of light up and that's what happened with melvin gordon yesterday when i was asking about lamar because he's not a homegrown player right he's someone who was drafted by the chargers who went on a couple of different teams and then came here so i was like from the outside looking in you know because you're an outsider technically um in terms of uh draft the draft so i was like what is it about lamar that makes him so great and he was like on the field he's like I don't even think I need to say anything you know he's like he was someone that we always that they always honed in on when I was on other teams but he's like in terms of the stuff outside of uh, off the field he gave me two examples one was uh he when he first when Melvin first got here and he you know he's been on the practice squad and a lot and you know had to be patient which is so tough for a lot of these guys and he mentioned that one day he was saying to Lamar, casually in conversation, like, I don't really feel like I'm a part of this team. I don't really feel like I'm a Baltimore Raven because I haven't scored a touchdown. I haven't really seen a lot of time on the field. And Lamar was like, well, let's put it like this then. He's like, you know, from a different perspective, let's say, God forbid, that this this isn't going to happen. But like, you know, let's say you're out and about and something happens to you, you know, whatever the situation is. He's like, the way that you're going to be defined in terms of the newspaper, the local news on TV or whatever is Baltimore Raven, Melvin Gordon. He's like, so that's a part of your identity now. He's like, and he's like, you should really, you know, but think of it like that. You are definitely a part of this team. And so I think that has a lot to do with team chemistry and leadership, obviously for Lamar. And the other thing that he pointed out to me was um, in a lot of these games that they've been playing where they've been up at halftime, you know, you go into the locker room, guys are a little bit lighter, obviously feeling themselves because they are up by a significant amount at halftime. And Lamar will be like, He's like Lamar's almost like the head coach. He's like, Why are you smiling right now? Like, we're not done yet. We still have an entire half of football to play. Like, you know, we gotta we gotta go out there. The score's zero zero when we get back out there. He's like, Don't nobody nobody here should be celebrating yet. Nobody should be happy yet. And the guy's like, Yeah, like actually that's that's right, you know? So I think that leadership that Lamar has shown, we've seen it a lot more this season, I think, than we have in past years. And hearing that perspective, I think, really kind of helps you understand what is happening in this locker room and why this team has been so special this season.
2: Melissa, talking with the guys and stuff, do you get it in, like with Philly do you get it in the, any indication of, you know, that he's going to be playing a lot more this week? Uh, you know, what Stanley and Moses going to do? Any indication from any of the players on what they've been told, if they've been told anything yet?
4: Well, the only thing I think that we're sure of, obviously, is Lamar, the quarterback situation. In terms of the other guys, I mean, Patrick Queen said yesterday that he absolutely wants to play. This is a rivalry game. You definitely want to play in it. Um, In terms of the O-line specifically, in the past couple weeks, I mean, I talk to John Simpson every week, and he talks to me about the rotation a lot, uh, especially in these last few weeks. And I think I would would, make an educated guess, that, um, you know, that the Daniel Fa'oleles and the Ben Clevelands of the world are going to get quite a bit more time this week, um, especially because, like we uh, like I said earlier, Daniel says that he needs those reps. And also, <laughs> John pointed this out. I did This This is coming out of his mouth, not mine. And he's like, you know, Ronnie's like resting and something like that. And Morgan's like, old as sleep, exclamation, like use your imagination. Um, he's like, so those guys definitely need fresh legs. So I think that um, absolutely any of the guys, especially the guys that are dealing with some injuries that have lingered for a little bit, you know, um, Zeitler, Kyle Hamilton, um, I would, I would make an educated guess that those guys are not going to see a lot of playing time this week. But again, this is an opportunity for those guys that are a little bit down the depth, try a little bit to get more opportunities. Arthur Millett, um, you know, Tavius Robinson, um, Trent Simpson. I would like to see a lot more of actually too. So I think that those guys will certainly have their opportunity this week. And on top of that, they're playing the Steelers. I mean, what better way to come out a little bit more fired up, um, that to knock the Steelers out of the playoffs.
3: Melissa Kim, Baltimore Game Day flockdown every Friday here on the fan. What do you have planned for our listeners tomorrow, Melissa?
4: Well, we'll hear more from the guys that uh, I mentioned before. We'll definitely talk to John Simpson today, Patrick today as well, on what this all meant to him. Um, so, definitely a lot of good insight from the guys. That's we'll have tomorrow night.
3: Melissa, always great to talk to you. We'll talk to you Sunday, Baltimore Game Day on Censored Pregame Show.
4: Thank you so much.
3: Have a good week, guys. There's Melissa Kim, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105. 7, the fan will come back. Picks! Week 18. It's the final week of the regular season. That means uh, Scott Hansen. Yeah. Red Zone. It's his last day. Yeah. And we all just wait and shed a tear and can't wait till next September when he comes back. So we'll do our picks. And then Mike Harmon, he'll be joining us. He's never short on opinions. And he's going to share those with us here at 130-ish.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's
5: joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news...
2: You can pick your friends.
5: Did we just become best friends? Yep. You can pick
2: your nose. But there was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinny and Haney can pick games. Football Pick'em. 1057 The Fan.
3: Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Go back to what? OTAs, rookie camp, mini camp, training camp, preseason. It's a season that lasts forever, it seems. Yeah, But it flies by once the games begin in September. And here we are already in the calendar year of 2024. And we're approaching the final regular season weekend of the National Football League. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Time for the picks for the last weekend. Week 18 now. Because they play 17 games. We play for booze. Vinny gets wine. Or the money to buy wine. Yep. Very impersonal. We just hand him 60 bucks. <laughs> here you go. Hey, go buy your own wine. And then Nolan and I get beer. We're not getting it this year unless we get into the playoff, uh, I don't know, reestablishment. As Nolan is our playoff hero in that regard. But we're looking way too far ahead of ourselves. Nolan, before we get to the picks, two games Saturday and then the rest on Sunday. Season flies by, doesn't it? I don't know why you're so down on yourself. You're only 14 back. There's 16 all- games to pick here. What? I have a better chance of getting struck by lightning walking out of the lottery office with my Powerball ticket yeah. than blowing a, than Vinny blowing a fourteen game lead. We'll so, see. Well, we'll see.
2: What do you? What uh, am I up on you, Norm? Six.
6: Uh, six on me. Fourteen on Bob. Yeah. So
3: I mean, I will. If, I, if it's a fight, I'm Angelo Dundee, I'm throwing in the towel. You know what I mean? But I'm just, I'm keeping it rolling. Maybe I'll catch you. How's that sound? A little consolation prize. No chance. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the season has flown by. So... uh Overall tally here as we get in, as you've already mentioned, the games back, etc. Sure. sure. Vinny at uh, 211 and 110.
6: I'm at 205, 116. And Bob, 197, 124.
3: All right. I at least have to get over 200 correct predictions. Four, four
6: correct here.
3: Three correct. <laughs> All right. Let's go uh Saturday. We'll save the Ravens for last, of course. Houston. Minus one at Indy, C.J. Stroud. Winner of this game is in the playoffs. And depending on what Jacksonville does, could win the division. But the winner is definitely going to the postseason. What do you got there, Ben?
2: I'm going to go with Indy, Bob. And the biggest reason is I want to say Gardner's been to the playoffs before. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. A lot of uh, inexperience going into the playoffs for Hugh Summit or in a playoff type game. I'm going to take Indy.
6: Uh, This is good. I was going to oppose you no matter what, but I was leaning Houston anyway, so I'll take Houston. I just like the quarterback matchup better for them. I like the coaching matchup better for them. Inexperience. Doesn't matter to me. I think they go on the road, and they uh, punch their
3: ticket. Well, since my buddy Joe Griffith is still a Colts fan and I have three Colts jerseys in my closet, I'm going to go with Indianapolis. How's that sound? Now we get to Sunday. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's eliminated. Cleveland has clinched. It's Jeff Driscoll, I believe, for yeah. uh, the Brownies here. he minus seven. By the way, the spreads are just for your entertainment only, ladies and gentlemen. We're just picking winners.
2: Yeah, and I mean, Cleveland, no Cooper. What? No Njoko. No Flacco. No Garrett. Uh, since he's gonna have old Eric, Browning's been playing quarterback, so I'm gonna take the Bengals at home.
6: Yeah, no need to uh take a
3: chance here. I like the Bengals. Yeah, I will go with Cincinnati as well. Minnesota at Detroit. Detroit got hosed last week, as we've talked about at Dallas with that two point conversion that wasn't. Minnesota could still get in the playoffs, but they need they Pittsburgh has less things that need to go right for them than Minnesota does. Lions minus three and a half
2: i am take Detroit. I, uh, Minnesota's musical chairs at a quarterback again this week.
6: Uh, yeah, Detroit, I mean, they could still what, get the two seed technically. Sure. So, I'm obviously not as good as the one seed. But if San Francisco was somehow bounced, they would then become the home field advantage team. I'll
3: take Detroit. Yeah, I'll go with the Lions as well. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Jags win. They win the uh, division.
2: I'm going to take Jacksonville. I mean, it's all on the line. So... If they can't win this one, they don't deserve to be in. I'll take Jacksonville.
3: Yeah, and even with Trevor Lawrence not at 100%, I still think they find a way. Yeah, Jacksonville minus five
2: there. Jets at New England. I'm going to take Patriots, figuring that uh, the Patriots, they've been competitive with everybody. They just can't win because they turn the ball over and their defense is okay. I'll take Patriots.
6: Well, the Patriots, as Q would say, are garbage. Give me the Jets.
2: What are the Jets?
3: Uh, Not as hot garbage. Yeah. Mild garbage. Their garbage then has been sitting out, got chilly a little bit, rained on. I'm going to take New England just because I want to catch Nolan now. So, uh, And it could be Bill Belichick's last game yep. there. Atlanta at New Orleans here. I mean, it could be Arthur Smith's last game as head coach for the Falcons. They've got quarterback problems. New Orleans could win the division if Tampa loses. Saints minus three at the Dome.
2: Yeah, I'm taking New Orleans. New Orleans showed me something last week when they beat Tampa. I'll take Saints at home.
6: I don't want to have to pick Atlanta here. They really are not going to play for anything. I don't think they like their coach at all, but I got to take
3: them. I'm going to take uh, the Saints. Who dat? See what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the Saints. Who dat? Tampa at Carolina with their two top five coordinators and all that stuff. The Panthers, they're getting four and a half. Buccaneers win. They win the division.
2: Yeah, I'm taking Tampa for the same reason I took Jacksonville. Pressures. I mean, Bob, I could see if Tampa were to lose to Carolina, Bowles would be out.
5: Mm,
3: Possibly. Think about that one. Uh, yeah, I do think Tampa gets their bounce back here. Yeah, let's go with Baker Mayfield and the boys there. Bears at the Packers. Green Bay wins. They're in, laying three. <laughs>
2: well, I'm going to – Chicago's hot. They're playing really good on defense. I'm going take the Bears. Green Bay lost at home last year in the same type of scenario to Detroit.
6: I'm going to go with the Packers. Look, they're still alive. They're playing for something. The Bears aren't. Uh, it's as simple as that. Give me Green Bay.
3: Well, I said earlier that Chicago in 24 is going to beat Detroit. Yep. And Detroit beat Green Bay last year to knock them out of the playoffs. Chicago's going to do the same thing. Give me the Bears. Denver at the Raiders. Vegas minus three.
2: I'm taking Vegas in this one. I think I think Vegas will play hard for Antonio Pierce to get him the job in this one over Denver.
6: Uh, yeah, I like Vegas here. Players... Devontae Adams coming out saying Pierce is our guy. They're rallying around him. What, 4-4 four and four with him as a head coach?
3: I think they get one more here. Yeah, I'll go with Raiders as well. Philly trying to get off the schneid here at the G-Men.
2: Now, I could see the Giants winning this. Because with Tyrod Taylor, I think they got a chance. But, I mean, Philly's got to win. So, I'm, I'm going to take Philly because they have to win this game.
6: Something tells me a Giants player is going to kind of roll over here, start thinking about oh, really? tea times. That just... Personal thought. Uh, I'll go Philly either way.
3: I'm going to take the Giants because I think there's some fractures within that Eagles locker room. And they need Dallas to lose, too, plus their win. So, let's go Giants there. Uh, Let's see. Seattle at Arizona. Seahawks are getting the playoffs if they win and Green Bay loses, which I think they will. So, Seahawks minus three at the Cardinals.
2: I mean, can Arizona do back-to-back? That's the thing. Because they played great last week. You know, and and the coach, he was going back to Philly where he was a coordinator again. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take Arizona.
6: All right, so I still Cause got. Because I thought
2: Seattle the, sucked last weekend. Right. Oh, they. Pittsburgh. Yeah,
6: that was a a prime game for them to to grasp a playoff spot. Choked it away, but uh, I still got some games to make up. I will go Seattle.
3: I'm gonna take Arizona. I Think James Conner has a big day. Yep. Kyler Murray and his friends and handle the and, Seahawks.
2: And Pittsburgh ran for 202.
3: KC at the Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half.
2: I don't think the Chargers, I think they've all checked out. And Kansas City's not playing a lot of guys, but I have Kansas City's, the, other, the guys that are playing got something to play for. So I'll take Kansas City.
6: How about the over under here? 35 and a uh, I nice. should tell you the full story, but. Uh, yeah, more
3: depth for Kansas City. I'll go with that. Yeah, I got stuck with stick last week. I'm not making that mistake. Kansas City Rams at San Francisco. It is. Uh, let's see, Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold.
2: Yeah, and and the Rams are playing nobody. You know, Puka's is going to play till he gets 37 yards, then he's out. So they have no running game, no quarterback, no receivers. Niners.
6: Yeah, this is another depth.
3: Game, big uh, advantage for San Francisco. I'll take them. I'll go 49ers as well. Dallas at Washington. Cowboys minus 13, trying to wrap up the NFC East.
2: Yeah, Dallas sucks on the road, but they won't suck enough to lose to Washington.
3: Give me Dallas. Yeah, Washington sucks everywhere, home and the road. (laughs) Let's go Dallas. And then Sunday night, Buffalo minus three at Miami. Bills win. They win the AFC East. They could still get in the playoffs if they lose, but why goof around with that nonsense? Handle your business. What do you think, Vinny?
2: I'm going to go Buffalo. They always seem to play good against the Dolphins. Dolphins are beat up. They have no pass rush. So, I mean, what Josh Allen may have all day to throw because Phillips is gone and Chubb is gone. And Van Gurkle's the guy now. Van Guker, Van Gerkel, Seeler, (laughs) and Wilkins. Van Ginkle. Van Ginkle. Yeah, all all three of them. Yeah, (laughs) Gurkle. So I'm taking Buffalo.
6: Yeah. Well, no matter the outcome here, please just be an actual game that lives up to the hype because everything else on the slate here, quite frankly, stinks. So we need a good game. I'm going to go Miami at home. They won't choke this year. They'll get the job done. Quite frankly, Bill's been flirting with disaster. Didn't yeah. blow out the Patriots. Didn't blow out the Chargers. Uh,
3: I think they might get a little sloppy here in a key moment. I'll take the Dolphins. I'm going to go Buffalo in this game. I think Josh Allen isn't it funny? The other Josh Allen made the Pro Bowl, but the one that makes a bazillion dollars did not. But he's aware of that. He could be a one-man gang. I'll take the Bills. Miami's already qualified for the playoffs, by the way. Buffalo could still lose and get in if Pittsburgh loses or Jacksonville loses, but Bills are going to get that division with a win in Miami on Sunday night. And finally, Steelers laying for four at Baltimore Saturday afternoon in the rain, probably 4.30. Yeah.
2: I'm just going to say that there's going to be enough guys playing. I don't know for how long, but I think they'll be pissed off enough that they lost the last time to the Steelers and they'll want to put them out. And I don't know if Mason Rudolph can do it three in a row. And I don't know if they're just going to be able to line up and pound the Ravens right at them. So I'm taking the Ravens 19-17.
6: Well, I'm going to go with the Steelers here. Why not? They'll run wild. They'll find a way. And uh, who knows? Maybe they'll make it into the playoffs. I think that's unlikely. But as far as a score, I'll say very low scoring
3: 16 13 pittsburgh i'm gonna go ravens 24 20 huntley two touchdown passes melvin gordon rushes for a touchdown and mason rudolph throws a couple of picks and that'll be all she wrote and the steelers are going home disappointed playoff less here in 2023 now calendar year of 24 we'll come back talk about all of that fun stuff and more mike harman fox sports radio we got a funhouse trip nolan mcgraw around 145 the reveal for featured artist friday coming out as well and then inside access
1: takes over too.
2: Baltimore's only 24 hours sports
4: station. 1057, The Fan. Vinny Haiti,
3: 1057, The Fan. Total request Thursday. Last segment. Let's get your votes in for featured artist Friday. That reveal coming up in about yeah, 10 minutes or so. Bob 80 v. Serato. Vinny's off tomorrow. By the way, it's Vinny's birthday today. Yeah. So we're going to
2: praise him
3: before we get to the fun house. Nolan, did you bring the cake?
2: Yeah, Nolan. I like chocolate. (laughs) I need a heads up for these things. (laughs) I like chocolate. I just gave you one. Hurry up. (laughs) I told my daughter when I get home Saturday, I want ice cream cake. (laughs) That's never a bad thing. As we talk about food,
3: let's transition best we can to football. Food and football kind of goes hand in hand in fantasy football. I guess the leagues are running out of steam, but playoffs are still very much alive. Playoffs for the NFL next weekend. Here to talk about that more from Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I Want Your flexes. the podcast among many things. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome in as we do every Friday, our friend Mike Harmon. Mike, happy new year. What is up, buddy?
7: What's going on, fellas? Out and about in the highways and byways of Los Angeles. Happy birthday, Vinny. Hopefully uh, a great one for you there, and these guys aren't ribbing you too much. No. Nope. Uh, at least there should have been a sandwich in
2: it for you. Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing. Same wow. thing we got him last year. Yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> thing. Hey, hey, Mike. Same thing yeah. Bob's getting Tuesday for his. That's right. <laughs>
7: I was going to say, we are adults. We can buy
2: our own Yeah, And every
3: birthday I become less excited about it. right, let me ask you this. Before we get to fantasy and the schedule, I said on the program, as you know I'm usually wrong, that I considered your Bears to be next year what the Lions are this year. Whereas they were coming up, looked like the team on the Ascend. They lived up to it. Yeah, they got hosed the other night against Dallas, but Am I off base? Am I on to something? Chicago, and I think they're going to get, uh, beat Green Bay, as a matter of fact, this weekend. Too. Do you think the Bears are that close to going from also-rans to being contenders next season?
7: Yeah, the potential's certainly there. I mean, you've constructed a defense bringing in Montez Sweat, you know, one of the greatest in-season presence. David Tepper showing his ineptitude. I did a rant on the show the other night saying why Carolina is the best head coaching job that anybody could get. Uh, So the podcast and my radio show is uh, highly entertaining for folks for that segment, if nothing else. Uh, But you're looking at a team, you know, bringing in, DJ Moore, you've got all this, these draft assets and depending on what you decide to do with fields, I've always been and I've been telling you guys all along that I was a believer that he should have he should stay right where he's at, especially if you're telling me uh, the comps for a dra- uh, trade of him are going to get me a couple of mid-round picks. one this year, one next is what I keep seeing. I'm like how does that help anything? right you're you're trying to help if you're bringing in a rookie quarterback you need the the assets and most that you can get around him and that really doesn't get it done so i'd look at it the other way you trade the first round pick for the number 1 this year and suddenly what do you got two number ones three number ones a bunch of other picks and you can go to work you know filling out the rest of what looks to be a pretty good roster so yeah i think there's certainly some merit to it Packers are going to be tough. They will not go away. Uh, And then obviously the Vikings, they've got a lot of talent there. They just need the trigger man instead of, uh, you know, spinning the bottle each week to see who it lands on.
3: All right. Let's talk about fantasy. And from a uh, disappointment standpoint, though, Mike, as you went into the season, give us a couple of players that you thought were going to be standout fantasy performers. And I'm not talking about because they got hurt, but turned out to be big scrubs this year in the end
7: yeah i I think you know we, we just go and we had a little conversation about it yesterday, Rich Hornberger and I uh does some did do some fantasy hits with with him and chatting about it, and talking about you know the the big to do about running backs before the season, and should they get more love, should they have their own you know um dollars and cents, right their own part of the cap and all that? And all the guys that held out were terrible. Right here in Los Angeles, Austin Eckler was a big part of the problem. Hell, the last four weeks on Charger broadcast, guys, they've been just going through, hey, you know what, another couple of rushes here, he can get to that this incentive and that incentive, as opposed to, wow, look at the year he's having. So certainly that. Uh, you look at Mahomes, certainly not a guy that, that lived up he, to his draft status. He finished eighth uh, at, fantasy, at fantasy quarterbacks. Kelsey was still the second tight end. Was it pretty down the stretch? No, he probably helped your playoff demise, uh, but, you know, had a good season otherwise. Uh, at the, the rest of the quarterback position, you know, we, we look at guys, Trevor Lawrence finished 14th. I think there were bigger expectations, and yeah, he missed a game or two, but he was still erratic along the way. The aforementioned Chargers with Justin Herbert, uh, he would have been a top-five quarterback selection, and then obviously all the injuries start playing in there. The wide receiver position, uh, I think Devontae Adams, you know, we expected, you know, as much as we we may not have trusted the quarterback situation, Jimmy G gets hurt, and then we start rotating through. He absolutely disappeared for stretches, even with Josh McDaniels, super genius, trying to get him the ball. And then everybody's reclamation projects, I go back to Jacksonville, You know, you had a couple of great games from Calvin Ridley, and then it was the decision every week of is he even worthy of a WR3 slot. And the answer most weeks was no. Hey, Mike, you have
2: a problem with all these teams sitting quarterbacks? No.
7: I mean, in the end, if you worked yourself into a position where you can sit a guy down, you know, Lamar and Purdy, have at it. If you're, you know, playing the uh, roulette game, that so many have, trying to find the hot hand at the right moment. Fine. And, you know, Joe Flacco has been a great story, but you've earned the opportunity to sit down. I think I'd rather still have another week of him working with the offense and all, but hey, you know, I, I don't get to choose that one. Because remember how many early exits the Colts had back in the day, yeah. when they'd rest everybody after a Queens wave and Jim Sorge would come trotting onto the field? <laughs> so, I mean, there's some history to say, nah, eh, maybe this doesn't work so well. But, all around, I mean, it makes for some strange bedfellows and some cool names like Driscoll getting out there. You know, you, you take the old uh, the old, uh, movie, the Quentin Tarantino one, with the uh, who the what or what the blank is a Drexel with uh, Gary Oldman, uh, and now we've got uh, a Driscoll.
2: Hey, Mike, what was your opinion of the semifinal games and who do you think wins between Michigan and Washington?
7: I want to know if Washington's O-line can uh, withstand Michigan's front. Like, that's, is Michael Penick going to have time to throw uh, and, and make plays? Because I know this. He won't look as nervous as Milrow did. Yeah. But that guy looked uncomfortable from the first jump. You notice the center uh, put into the portal, right? Yes. Yeah. The guy that couldn't get him the ball all day and most of the year. Uh, Bob but, made a good point. Okay. He
2: thinks Saban told him, to go ahead and go in the portal. <laughs>
7: Yeah, no, exactly. I think it was a pat on the back. Congratulations on a job. Done. Yeah, you you can go long snap elsewhere. Uh, you're absolutely right. I 100% would agree with that. I mean, but both games were thrilling, and anybody that was crying about the bowl season, I mean, the ratings all throughout were, were stellar. And then we got two gems on Monday night as people were recovering from hangovers or maybe continuing their parties. So uh, all good. Michigan winning that game. And I got a lot of Michigan fans, guys, that are in my life I, I could do without it. But, uh, you know, I'm also a Big Ten apologist. So having a Big Ten all all Big Ten final is, mm-hmm. is fine by me.
3: Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I want your flex. Where else, now that fantasy football is done, you still got a lot to give to our audience and where are we getting it?
7: Yeah, we're going to get back into uh, some more wrestling and movie nonsense, pop culture. So we've got a, a site coming up. Uh, That'll all be out on Swollen Dome in X or Instagram, wherever you decide to go. And and obviously weeknights, uh, the podcast goes up on all your platforms. Four hours of me yelling at Jason Smith while he tries to tell me how great the Knicks, Jets, and everything else are. Uh, And then trading cards, you know, I always dabbled in that. So now it's time to do some content around that. Have some fun with some of the classics. So all of that to say uh, in the new year at Swollen Dome. I don't sleep anyway, so I might as well create some content and see if I can't earn an extra buck on it to go watch, you know, your Orioles in their uh, repeat bout here.
3: That's right. First time if they do it, they've repeated as a American League East champ since 1973 1974. Yeah. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, always appreciate the time. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Start previewing these playoff matchups in the NFL.
7: And if we're lucky, we'll all meet at the craps tables in Vegas in about a month.
3: Not coming, uh, not over we're, here. We're, Odyssey, we're not getting invited. Not Odyssey. Odyssey's great. Little little tight you on can the dime.
7: By my floor.
3: Oh, I do that at my house. Mike Harmon. Uh, yeah, th- th- you and me both. Talk to you next but week, I my friend. <laughs> Later. That's Mike Harmon. Everybody, we'll come back. Fun House, Dolan McGraw, Inside Access at in two.
2: Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's
3: got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football.
5: Vinny and.
2: 1057
3: Fan. So our request Thursday. Final selection of the day brings us the Nuge. Got him in a stranglehold, that's for sure. Stranglehold baby, by the way, if you're not familiar with the song, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Again, Vinny, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Norm. Absolutely, happy birthday. Yeah? Like you. People go, hey, it's your birthday. I don't care. Yeah, you well, know I mean, what? I'm like when you're young 90-year-olds. when you're
2: younger and stuff, yeah, that's cool. When you get older it's eh. It's good party. Let's make it happen. And I'm doing dry January, so uh, even worse. Yeah.
3: I assure you I will not. I'm already off to a wet start. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> here in 2024, but Vinny's off tomorrow. What are you doing tomorrow there, Vinny?
2: I'm going – well as soon as I leave the show here, Bob, I'm go driving to Youngstown. Charlie has a hockey game tonight at 7, so I'll get there about quarter to 7, and then they play again tomorrow night, and then as soon as the game's over, I'll drive – Home, so I'm here to do the pregame on Saturday.
3: Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show starts at 1 from Brew Brothers Horseshoe Casino. Nolan, we've been asking the people to get their votes in for Featured Artist Friday. Who are you and I jamming to tomorrow? Featured Artist tomorrow, a little bit different. Coldplay. Oh. They did the Super Bowl a couple years back, right? Uh, Super terrific. I I got nothing to do with the music, just listening to it like everybody else. Uh, Inside Access is coming up here In a matter of minutes. And real quick, and we were talking off the air. I mean, I like the NBA, and there's a couple of games. Now the games are back on TNT since football's over on Thursdays. But I had a five-leg parlay yesterday, NBA Fandle. $5 bet. If I would have won, I would have won $6,800. Woo! And the parlay was, Cavaliers have to have 100 points through three quarters. They did. They played the Wizards. Yeah. Atlanta had to have 100 through three-quarters against OKC. They did. Dallas had to have 100 points through three-quarters. They did. They played Portland, I believe. Uh, Clippers against Phoenix had to have 100 through three-quarters. They did. So the last game of the night, and I fell asleep, last game of the night was Sacramento against um, Orlando, which turned out to be an overtime thriller. If Sacramento would have scored – a hundred points through three quarters, I would have hit the fifth leg. Would have won sixty eight hundred simoleons.
2: Hey, they scored
3: had ninety one. Oh, yeah. See, the old Bobster woke up. You know, daylight and a dollar short is always there. No, thank you, Kevin Herder. Not enough though to change your life.
6: I mean, it's hey, that's a lot <laughs> 16, of money. You think I'm You're not You always joke. You say if you hit the lottery, you would quit. Uh, not, no, of course that's not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not. That'll be my gas money
3: for 2024.
2: No, 6,800, Bob, <laughs> would you have taken a little bit to, for Saturday pregame?
3: Oh, yeah. I'm an easy no. C-note in the slot machine. Well, you exhausted your luck last week. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did hit the slots, put 20 in on $180, but it is, or, yeah, $180. we are not here to talk about my bad luck with gambling. We're here to go to the fun house.
1: Quick Draws,
3: funhouse.
2: The, the rudeness, tuness, text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake.
0: I like
2: that quick draw. 105.7 The Fan. First
6: one here, Texter says the Ravens have 10 takeaways past three games. Very impressive. Can't remember the last time they led the league in turnovers, but recent Super Bowl contenders like Philly, have been takeaway kings in the regular season, served them well in the playoffs. Can the Ravens' defense keep this up through Week 18?
2: Well, we're hoping. You know, I mean, how big were some of the – I mean, in the Niner game, that was that changed the game. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't know why it would – they're not going to play any better teams than they've just been playing, so I don't know why it would stop.
6: Uh, this one here, Texter says, I'm interested to see what the play calling looks like for Tyler Huntley. Of course, more run heavy than usual, but when they do pass, will Munkin be able to get him some easier looks than Greg Roman did the past few seasons?
2: I think I think he'll throw, I, I don't think they'll have a problem throwing. And he he throws a pretty decent deep ball. So I think they're going to take some shots. And here's
6: an interesting one to close on. Texter says the Ravens came up short of 2019's 12 Pro Bowl nominations, but what about the more prestigious All-Pro Award? They had five make the first team back in 2019. Could they match that or exceed that this year?
2: I think they'll get four. I think it'll be Roquan, Hamilton, Lamar, Lamar, and Matabike. I think those four.
3: First team all pros. Yeah. And that's kind of I mean, Pro Bowl's great, and it's something you can be proud of, but that all pros kind of how they judge yeah. you ultimately. I
2: don't I don't see anybody else. Like Bob said, the Dallas kicker is mm, gonna be the guy Aubrey there. A right. Uh, Patrick, and rightfully so, right? Yeah. I no no doubt. Well, he's, back, a, yeah. he's a kicking over fifty machine.
6: Back in nineteen it was uh Jackson, Stanley, Humphrey, Marcus Peters, and Justin
3: Tucker. Yeah, none of, none of those guys are going to get it. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 the PAN. That's going to do it for us. Vinny's off tomorrow. Vinny, have a safe trip. Thank you. See you Saturday down at the casino for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show. Nolan, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Inside access coming up here in a matter of minutes for Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serato. I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you
1: for now, class. This